Welcome to the Homework Collective. I'm Pat Ward. And I'm Taryn Mao. And today we're going to talk about something very important, boundaries. We've got so much to say about boundaries, which should be no surprise to you. We are therapists after all. But we've got so much to say about boundaries, we actually have two episodes to discuss them. They help us in our life. They help us with um, controlling our life. And they help us with our relationships. We're going to be discussing a great blog post that Taryn wrote last week about the five myths of boundaries. And so we're going to get started right now. Yeah, some interesting things about boundaries, like Pat was saying, we, it's a really trendy word, the word boundaries. I think a lot of us have heard um, talk about what boundaries are, um, but just in my counseling experience, just working with couples, working with individuals who maybe lack boundaries, um, I've just noticed there are a lot of just falsehoods that people believe about boundaries in general. So that's why this podcast episode exists. That's why I I wrote the blog post. Um, We're going to jump in and just talk about those myths and then just debunk them with what's actually true about boundaries. So a really helpful resource is the book Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud. If you haven't read it, that's a great book. Pat, I know you recommend that book to a lot of people. I do. Um, And so that's a really great resource. But we're just going to jump in and talk about Myth number one. So myth number one that I hear commonly here in therapy is that boundaries are only about building walls. So what I mean by that is boundaries, when we create boundaries with somebody, we're shutting somebody out. It's a I'm saying no and I'm saying no to everything, right? And so I think when we first start creating boundaries, we just become this like we swing the other way. Like maybe we said yes to a lot of things and now I'm saying no to everything. Right. And that can feel really bad to some people. Right. Like you used to say yes all the time. Now you're saying no, you're shutting me down often. I can't ask you to do anything. Right. And so I I think an example of this would be, you know, let's say somebody invites you to a party. You're like, "Ah, I don't really know if I want to go. I kind of want to go. But, you know, I feel the pressure to stay the entire time. And maybe in the past you'd go and stay the entire time, even if you didn't want to. So a boundary here wouldn't necessarily say, no, I'm sorry, not going to the party, right? And creating that wall, that barrier. But it would maybe say, well, I can say yes to going to the party, but I'm not going to stay the entire time. That's right. Right. And this is where we can get creative with boundaries. Like it doesn't mean it's not a black or white yes or no answer all the time when we we create these boundaries. It's a, okay, what can I say yes to and what maybe goes against something that I need for me to be healthy or what goes against maybe a value, a personal value that I have. So if someone's done something to hurt you, creating a boundary is not necessarily going to be shutting them out of your life completely. Right. Unless they've (laughs) repeatedly broken a boundary with you. Right. And then maybe you're like, okay, this person's maybe not the healthiest person in my life. Right. That would, that would be an extreme example of that. But instead, I think boundaries can create opportunities for reconciliation in our relationships. So I'm basically just saying, hey, that thing you did, it's not okay with me, right? And so I'm going to attempt to create a boundary there. Yeah. More to add to that? So, So if the metaphor is like a boundary is like a fortress wall... Yes, sometimes we build a wall, but we also have to we also have to build a gate too. And we can tell people, "Hey, I've put this wall up, but here's the gate. If you want to meet with me, this is where our meeting point is um, to reconcile." Uh, I don't want to mix metaphors, but one of the ways that I talk about boundaries a lot is not necessarily like a medieval castle wall, but like a cell wall. And so mm-hmm. our cells—if you ever get any medical insight—our cells 
they only survive if they work effectively at the cell wall. So they have to let the right things into the cell. They have to let waste out of the cell. They have to keep stuff that doesn't need to be in the cell, you know, away from the cell. So it's not just about keeping everything out. It's about letting the right things pass through the cell wall. And then, you know, you're right. The biggest thing that we are working towards is not just to be a person who doesn't have too many commitments or doesn't have toxic people in their life. But those right. are things are important. We ultimately want healthy relationships around us and only be in healthy relationships in our intimate relationships. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people think that, you know, relationships with people are binary. Like I'm either close to them. I'm not close to them. I'm either friends, not friends. I'm either close to my mother or not close to my mother, but really relationships should be seen as in like orbits. You know, if the earth was any closer to the sun, if our orbit was any closer to the sun, we'd be too hot. We'd all burn up. If it was any further away from the sun, it, it, we'd all freeze to death. And so, you know, we are in the perfect orbit for life as we know it here on earth. And, you know, it's, it's important when we're thinking about people in our life to use boundaries to put them in the right orbit. The ones closest to us, those are the ones where there's a free exchange. You know, we're vulnerable. We're telling them what's going on. We're sharing our needs and they're looking for ways to meet our needs. And we're looking for ways to meet their needs. As you get further out, those, those relationships become more and more one way or they become more and more simple. And that's okay. And so it's important to think about orbits and not just, okay, I'm always going to be close to all my friends from high school. Well, some of them you can stay close to, but some of them probably need to be in a further orbit or I'm always going to be close to all of my siblings. Well, the healthy ones, let's pull them in. Let's, 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 let's continue to draw from, from people who are in health. But even, even if somebody's our sibling, but they're not in a healthy place, maybe we should put them a little bit further out in orbit and, you know, enjoy the holidays with them as much as we can, but maybe not receive as much as, um, like everything that they want to tell us about our lives. And so I think that's an important way to use boundaries to kind of put people in the right space around us. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're talking about how things work together, right? How we work together with other people yeah. in our relationships. It's unrealistic to, to believe that we can have the most deeply connected, meaningful relationships with everyone in our lives. It's just that's not right. possible. And, and it's just too much. That's right. Okay, well, let's move on to myth number two. So myth number two that I hear commonly in therapy or just around is other people should know what my boundaries are. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, anytime we assume people should know what we're thinking or what we're feeling, right? It's probably a dangerous area. Yeah, this is, this is not just a myth. This is also a daydream. Wouldn't it be nice if we could just set a new boundary and other people figure it out? Like it just kind of downloads into their lives and we don't have to have those awkward boundary setting conversations. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, anytime we keep anything like that, a boundary to ourselves, it's just bound to breed some sort of discontentment, yeah. right? Like I'm unhappy with this relationship. I'm unhappy with my role at work. I'm unhappy volunteering all the time, whatever. I'm discontented, you know, with my life. And so I, Oftentimes, I think when we assume this, people should just know what my boundaries are. We either end up compromising, right? Yep. Which leads to some sort of resentment over time, right? Or we just have that discontentment because I have to bring up this boundary at a really awful time, probably, if I've not been clear about it yep. to begin with. And so, I mean, I think it's important to note boundaries are different 
for everyone. This is why we have to communicate about our boundaries. So what is healthy for me is not necessarily going to be healthy for you, right? Maybe you are an extrovert. And so it gives you a lot of energy to say yes, to be around people all the time, right? But for me, maybe I get energy when I'm by myself resting, right? And recouping. So maybe I say no to some social gatherings, right? Because I know that I need so much time to, to recoup, to rest. And I think it's important to note, we're not talking about <laughs> breaking the law or ethics or anything like that. Obviously, those are assumed boundaries, <laughs> right? Like what's we right or wrong? Yeah. We would hope. We would hope. Um, but we're talking about personal boundaries that, that people set for themselves. That's right. That's right. I tell people all the time, a good boundary is going to piss somebody off. And if you haven't pissed somebody off, you probably haven't set a real boundary in your life yet. And so be ready for that. People don't like, people don't like to hear it. We, we want, we want like health. We want a new way of living with hard stuff, but it's just not the case. And just setting a boundary and just speaking that boundary is not the end. I mean, you, you made a good point about, about systems and, you know, how a whole system changes when one person sets up a boundary. And so the nature of that relationship changed. Maybe it says they're shifting into a different orbit around us. Um, maybe they don't like our boundaries. Maybe they don't understand them. Maybe they they would just rather ignore them. And so, you know, deciding on a boundary is the first step, but implementing it is the is the hard part. And yes, you can't give up on your boundaries just because you don't get a good reaction from somebody else. Right. Absolutely. So, I mean, the truth here would be uh, deciding what my boundary is, right? Number one, first step, but then communicating that boundary to whoever yeah. I need to communicate that with. That, that's what I need to do next. And maybe, maybe I have to communicate that boundary several times, right? Because that's like right. you were saying, uh, you know, if we're a system and we change, the whole system changes. And uh, people don't like to change when they're, they're not choosing that change for themselves. Exactly. So right. I might have to repeat that boundary over and over and over again. Right? That's right. That's right. So just to summarize, myth number one is boundaries are only about building walls. And myth number two is that other people should just know what your boundaries are. If one of these two myths or both myths sparks something in you, you might want to consider talking with a therapist about these boundaries to work on maybe creating healthier boundaries for yourself in your life. Or you maybe you want to go to the next episode to hear myth three, four, and five. To check out my blog post, you can uh, look at the show notes for the link to that. And to connect with us, you can follow us on Facebook or at patwardcounseling.com or taryn, T-A-R-Y-N, cooper.com. Thanks for joining us.